This is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. The Leafs live here. Marner gets it back to the point to Morgan Riley. Back to Mitch Marner. A pass down low in front of the goal. Another shot scores. Matthews. It's clicking at 50%. Two for four tonight. Seven for 14 on the season. And the one goal lead is back to two. And Austin Matthews has his ninth goal of the season. The eventual game-winning goal. It was 4-2 at that point. 5-3 was the final score. Quick dividends on a power play for Austin Matthews. Welcome back to Leafs Game Night. Jim Taddy, Greg Gilbert in studio shortly. Ralphie will join us from Little Caesars Arena. But Gibby, first of all, your thoughts on what you saw. Well, uh, kind of an up-and-down game. The first period was, uh, you know, they made some mistakes, gave up some odd man rushes and some scoring chances. The second period, they pretty much, outside of a couple instances, dominated the period against uh, Detroit. And then I don't know what happens in between periods. I mean, they're going into the third period, uh, you know, with a, a one-goal lead or two-goal lead, actually, I think it was. Yep. And then you come out and you, and you give up, uh, what, 16 shots, 18 shots? 18 shots. 18 yeah. shots in the third period. I mean... What's going through their minds? And do they think that Detroit's going to quit? No team in the National Hockey League is going to quit on you when they're behind, especially at home. Yeah. And uh, they they came out, they took it to Toronto, and um, you know they found a way to win the game. But uh, I got to hand it to Freddie Anderson, some of the saves he made. Post-game roundtable is brought to you by Subaru. Right now is the perfect time to fall for a Subaru. Visit your local Ontario Subaru dealer for great rates from 0.5%. Back to Little Caesars Arena. Ralphie standing by. Ralphie, we get to analyze the wins and not the loss. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, Joe and I were talking about the end of the game, and then uh, even during the commercial break, um, you could probably say that things haven't gone that well in the last 12 years or since 67 to start being concerned about how they're winning. And, and I know that's, uh, uh, as we've said before, and I know, Gibby, you'd agree with this, that uh, coming into the season, there were some predictions of what the Leafs might be like offensively, and they've come through, and there have been some reservations about how they'd be defensively and some concerns, and they've probably come through as well. So uh, right now, they're on the right side of the ledger, but certainly room for improvement, and I'm sure, especially the third period. I mean, I think you wanted to have this nice, tidy even boring third period you know uh, dump it out dump it in uh, short shifts all the other cliches that go into it but um, as far as doing the broadcasts they're a lot of fun and a lot of excitement right to the end <laughs> <laughs> isn't there penalties for dumping it out and dumping it in no no, <laughs> no you'd still no. do it yeah, well, they, maybe somebody should write that up on the board they, for them, uh, but, uh, yeah I mean it's uh, it's one of those things that it's almost like like you know, trying to tell these these uber talented players, um, you know what? You don't have to be spectacular for sixty minutes. Um, but like I said, I mean, you've um, you start to see. I I thought coming into this road trip, I thought if you could squeak out five out of eight points, you'd probably be happy, especially based on the first couple of home games. And they've already are you know they're already find themselves six for six. So. Um, no no style marks for it, but um, are you going to take the points and run, especially when you see Tampa losing at home to Vancouver today and uh, some of the other stuff going on. Uh, get as big a lead as you can at the start and hopefully ride that into the postseason. 
Now, Ralphie, are, are you surprised that you know everything they went through last year on the, on the defensive side? And I'm not going to keep harping on it, but you know they play they played. I thought a, a pretty pretty darn solid second period, and they they dominated that period. Is it? I know what it is as a coach, and I know what it is as a player, but I'm, I'm asking you, like, are you seeing that that maybe these guys are getting it, but they just don't want to commit to doing it for 60 minutes? Because, like I said, they come out in the third period. If they had to play the, the, the third period like they did the second, it's no contest. It's over, and they'll probably get more scoring opportunities playing the right way than they actually did in the third period. Yeah, I, I agree, and that's why, you know, when you talk about dominating the second period, I thought it was the right way. I yeah. didn't think guys that were, were gambling... Uh, you know, the, the, there was a pretty tight gap between forward and defense, and they were. I mean, they. I think with uh, three or four minutes left in the second period, they'd only given up four shots. Yeah. You know, and nothing, uh, nothing really dangerous against Freddie Anderson. But uh, there almost seems to be the mentality that uh, no matter what happens, we're going to be able to outscore our mistakes. And it's pretty hard to, you know, lay the hammer down in the dressing room right now and say, no, you can't. And they say, well, look at the scoreboard. We did. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't think it's, it's really about not committing to it or anything like that. I think they're just, they've, they found themselves coming out of the gate. Um, and there's this excitement and this giddiness that um, we can score. And, and, you know, when we really have to, we're going to be able to get the big goal. And um, what's scary is when when Kadri's been hitting posts now the last couple of games hasn't scored yet, uh, Marlow hasn't scored yet. Uh, Connor Brown just has the uh, the empty net goal. Lindholm had some opportunities and hasn't scored. Wait till the other guys start chipping in. Yeah, I mean that's um, th- that's where it's really going to get scary. When I, I don't I don't know when you look at this team and say what's secondary scoring. <laughs> I mean who's who's the secondary guys <laughs> that uh, you know how deep do you have to go to get to that. Fourth line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we analyze the wins because everybody understands what it takes to go deep in the playoffs, and, and that is the expectation. Nobody's going to be critical of, of this win during the regular season, but everybody wants to project, and everybody assumes that the regular season is going to be successful. Of course it is. Uh, having said that, 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 that adjustment, that, that thinking defense or, or not thinking offense on every play, how difficult of an, an adjustment is that, and what does it take to do it? Well, I mean, I think part of it is, you know, you don't have to get to the point where, uh, you know, the defense are going to j- jump into the play in the uh, w- when you're trying to protect the lead in the third period. And I think it was Martin Rinson got caught. Uh, I mean, it was a four-on-one break. Uh, you know, I, I think you've really got to pick your spots a lot, uh, you know, to the, to the point where you, you can't be just saying, we're just going to exchange chances. And we're better than you guys, so we should uh, we should win the exchange. Um, I mean, I think there is that fear. You go into Washington um, on Saturday night. You take a two-goal lead into the third period in Washington, give up, what, 18, 19 shots in the third? I really doubt you're going to come out ahead, yeah. you know, when it's said and done at the end of it. So, uh, you know, the tough lessons might be against the better teams, although, you know, right now um, I think it's safe to say, and we, we've talked about this before, that, uh, it might be a team that's going to be guilty of, of playing to the level of the opposition. And sometimes that's going to be great when you're playing the Washington Capitals, as we'll see Saturday night, or Chicago and Dallas, who are considered uh, teams that might find themselves in the postseason. But I think when you see games against Montreal, Ottawa, and maybe Detroit, uh, you might be a little disappointed with some things. 
Okay, Ralphie, I've seen you do this many times, and I'm sure Joe does it in his men's league games. But no, 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 save, don't put the, me in the same the save, category. No, it's just Joe. the style. It's just the style of save. The save at the end of the first period, Freddie Anderson on on uh, Andreas Athanasiou. Uh, break that down because I thought he cheated a little bit and guessed right. Because yes. uh, I, that's just what I thought. But tell me what 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 you feel like he did from a goalie standpoint. Yeah, I mean, I think there were a couple of options, but I think Freddie Anderson uh, read it correctly. I think where I would have stopped that, I would have been so slow moving over, <laughs> I would have already been there when they threw it back. <laughs> and they would have said, that's that's great anticipating. You know, but when, in fact, it's just I was too slow to get where, where the puck actually was. But uh, that's, you know, for the most part, uh, when goalies make those, those saves post to post, um, it, there's a lot of anticipation. The puck, you know, the, the passes are so hard now and so quick. If you don't have some sort of inkling in your mind that you're going to have to make that move, uh, I don't think there's any chance that you can do it. So I think he squares up. But um, it, it's. I think you almost have to take the mentality, if he shoots, I've got it covered, but I've got to be ready to get that, that push off the right foot to get over to the left side. And uh, make the save, and and I think uh, Freddie Anderson, whether you say he cheated or read it perfectly, uh, comes up with a, the great stop. And I remember, Carey Price made about four or five of them in the opener against Montreal. Yeah, and to me, that's the same thing. Yeah, you, you're aware of where everybody is on the ice, and then you have to trust your instincts and your your athletic ability to get there. Uh, there's some great offensive stories here. I, I think I, you know the people that run fantasy pools are going to reenact the the Gretzky rule if you draft a Leaf. Just because these these numbers are so startling, let's go with Morgan Riley. I mean, what a start! That historic start. I mean, finally realizing all that offensive potential. He's he's in great shape, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we were saying that the uh, now most points the start after five games in a season for a defenseman in the modern era since Bobby Orr. <laughs> I mean, I I don't care. I, I mean, if somebody just said like. To, to somebody that wears number four. Oh, you know, that ties Bobby Orr's record five games into a season wearing number four. I think you'd be thrilled with it because you've got some comparison to Bobby Orr. Uh, this is incredible. And, and you know, you certainly look at uh, the teams that Bobby Orr played on with Phil Esposito and, and Johnny Busick, Derek Sanderson, guys that could put the puck in the net. Um, you know, Morgan Riley is, is, is a big part of it. it it's, not, it's not a fluke that he's doing it, that he just happens to be in the right place at the right time. Uh, he's made a lot of uh, very intelligent, spectacular plays and a great shot on the goal he scored in the opening period. Ralphie, thanks very much. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, boys. That is uh, Jim Ralph reporting to us from Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, where the Leafs have prevailed by a score of 5-3. to three. Uh, We will get uh, post-game sound from Detroit. We'll hear from Coach Babcock and very shortly going to hear from Bill Waters, former Leafs assistant general manager with his Two cents on tonight's game. Uh, again, you know, we're analyzing the victories, and uh, that's kind of fun. Uh, you just, you know, you sort of project into the playoffs because you know the regular season's going to be really good, and, and you just don't want it wasted on, on an early exit. So, you know, the tweaking is going to be fun to watch when it, when it happens. Yeah, and I, and I think we're also going to be interested in watching how this team develops. I, they keep showing themselves when they play the right way how, how they can dominate teams, and I know it's early, five games in, but again tonight, the second period, Detroit really had no opportunities in the no. second period. So it's got to start sinking into these guys' craniums pretty soon 
that you know if we play the right way, we're going to spend most of the most of the game in the opposition's own, uh, zone. We're not going to expose our goaltender to, to grade A opportunities and, and panic situations in the defensive zone. And then they come out, and it's like a fish out of water. It's swimming in the second period, and then it's flopping around in the third. And uh, they they have to be able to see this and learn from it because that's how you're going to win a championship is playing that way for 60 minutes. You shoot them 15-5 in the second period. They outshoot you 18 to eight. In the third, you know, if you go back to uh, the one nothing Detroit lead, uh, the Riley goals off a uh, neutral zone cough-up by Detroit, the Marner goals off a, a miscue as well, and then Matthews in the power play, and that's that's really patiently erasing a one nothing deficit and taking a 3-1 lead, and, and I really liked where they were at the end of 40 minutes. Oh, I agree 100%, and, and that's, what they, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they have to be able to take a step back and see that, geez, it's not really hard to play that way and play smart. You know, play the simple game, and all the you know, the big picture will look after itself. They just got to look after doing little things well, and when they do that, like I said, they dominate teams. But it, I, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to, through the course of this season, to sit back and watch these guys shift after shift, period after period. By the end of the season, getting prepared for the postseason, and hopefully making a long run, have this all this sorted out, cleaned up. Um, because if it doesn't, uh, they're going to be in trouble going into the postseason again this year. Note to our network operators, the out time tonight will be 11-10. Coming up next, Bill Waters, former Leafs assistant general manager. This is Leafs Game Night, TSN 1050, TSN1050.ca, the TSN and iHeartRadio apps, TSN 1150 Hamilton, and the Toronto Maple Leaf Radio Network. Played high to center ice, and here's a chance for Athanasiu in on the left wing side. Hainsey back and comes in front of the net. Back to it. What a save by Anderson. Holy back and another shot. Blocked by Morgan Riley in front of the net, and the Leafs get it out. But what a brilliant save with the left foot by Frederick Anderson. TSN Turning Point brought to you by Oil Changers. Change your oil in nine minutes or less. No appointment needed. Visit oilchangers.ca. What would that be? You know what? I'm I'm going to have to say it's the power play that they scored on right after uh, Detroit had made uh, the one goal game and Matthews. they took it up. Matthews' goal. They took it to uh, I I think it was 53 seconds after uh, Detroit scored. The Leafs went down, got the uh, the power play call. Yeah, got the power play. Matthews scores 53 seconds. They're back up by two. So uh, I think that's uh, a key to to this game. Well, what I like about that is yeah, there's the gap is uh, what 50. Fifty-three, uh, I think, something like that. Yeah, fifty-three, and then uh, ten seconds into the power play. So th- those two things sort of combine to uh, sway the game. Yeah, there's no, there's no two ways, two ways about it. Fifty-seven, I think it is, Jim. Sorry, that's my mistake. Um, yeah, that's it, you know what? It takes the wind out of the sails yeah. of uh, of the opposition. They go down, they score. They got to kill a power play or a penalty kill situation, and then all of a sudden you let them right back in it with a power play goal, and that's uh, that's disheartening. You can see the pictures on TSN 4, and to that end, we have the panel with their analysis, James Duffy. All right, thank you. There's Dave Poole and Jeff O'Neill and Bob McKenzie. The five-goal-a-game pace, we know it will not continue for 82 games, but they've maintained it through five with five more in this one. And it's become a script that just repeats itself over and over. Yeah, so much for my idea. We talked in the pregame show. This is going to be about the grinders, the depth guys in the lineup to squeak one out in Detroit. No, the Maple Leafs recipe, it's a whole lot of John Tavares, Austin Matthews, Morgan Riley, Mitch Marner. They're still giving up a lot of quality opportunities against James. 
games, but that seems to be their recipe. Some power plays, they capitalize on it, and these big boys, they seem to be all over the scoreboard every night. Matthew's nine in five games now. I know he's not going to score 100, but at what point do we stop calling this a hot streak and say that it's the new normal, that he's going to be dangerous like this every single game? How do you know he's not going to score 100? You're sitting here saying he's not going to score 100. How do you know that? Okay, I guess I do. He's just going to keep rolling. You know, the fitting one was the first one on the power play because the power play was a little bit disheveled for the first time. Detroit did a really good job through maybe the first minute and 20, but then he gets the puck over on his side. And it was the second time he got it in the exact same spot. Really patient. Watch this last little one. Backhand to forehand with such poise. A lot of guys would just force that, try and jam it into their backhand. He's very, very calm. He's He represents what that power play is doing right now. And... I don't know where these numbers are going. We talked about it before the game. Who knows when it's going to stop? Everyone assumes it's going to stop. We don't know that. I said last game, I wanted 10 by Christmas. He's got nine in a week. I know. Like nine is a fantastic month, even for the Tremendous best scores. Month. It's October, like it's not even mid-October yet, and we're eight days into the season. Tavares was Cy Young leader coming into this game, 6-0, six, oh, six goals, no assists, and flip that around in one yeah, night. Yeah, mix it up a little bit, and the first two assists that he had were secondary assists, not saying they're not worth anything because they are, but it was a different look for John Tavares uh, and the Toronto Maple Leafs in this game. Just a little touch pass, and that was really nice. Second assist on the Riley goal, and another second assist on this one where Marner puts it in primary assist to Hyman, but this was the primary assist, and it was a thing of beauty. Could actually call it a secondary assist if they decide to change it. That puck looked like it went off the stick of Nazem Kadri, but in any case, that was a tremendous pass on the power play. Turned out to be the game-winning goal, and again, the Leafs you know, glasses more than half full, obviously, the way they're playing. But I'm sure Mike Babcock and the coaching staff are looking and thinking, maybe the power play is not going to score two goals mm -hmm. every night. You know, maybe our, we are going to need a goal somewhere down the line from somebody other than on the top two lines. Right now, they don't, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see. The, the video game numbers are ridiculous. The NHL scoring race right now looks like the Toronto Maple Leafs scoring race with a couple of exceptions. <laughs> as the Leaf game ended, this is just as the Leaf game ended, there's your top five in the National Hockey League in scoring, and it's blue and white everywhere. Matthews and Riley, Marner, Tavares, Mikko Rantanen, the lone outsider creeping in. That is the Leafs on TSN panel. Uh, let's just go over that that situation, the the Larkin goal that made it four three. Yeah. Uh, if you're telling me if that's flat on the ice, it's no goal, but because it was standing on its edge, it's a goal. Yeah, it's it's the situation where uh, the puck's on on its side and it's rolling. So the pieces of the puck or the part of the puck that's that's uh, on the side that's sitting inside the goal line, okay, has white between it. The part that was kind of over top of the over top of the the red goal line, um, obviously you couldn't see white there. But the the part of the the puck that was touching counts. And if it had been flipped on its side, like laying flat in the ice, right? Okay, and there was a piece of that puck touching the, the goal line, it would not have counted. So I, you know, does, is it bigger because it's standing up? No, technically the puck is inside the the goal. Okay. Because, okay. You understand? <laughs> no, no, it's it's, no. it's not like it's not like they're trying to do with the the offsides where it's you can lift your leg, but as long as your legs over top of the uh, the yeah. blue line, it's not offside. Okay. Yeah. So picture that. Yeah. If I if my leg is up, and I'm crossing the blue line, but my other foot is inside, 
okay, then it's it's good. It's a good it's a good call. It's not an offside play. But if my f- my foot is down, and they're both inside, okay, yeah, then it's offside. Uh, you know, it's like humor. If you have to explain it, it's not funny. I know, <laughs> I know. But that but that's that's how strange that is. Just because the overhead showed uh, part of the puck that was still uh, you know covering uh, the goal line, that wasn't touching the ice. The part that was touching the ice was fully inside the goal. But if it was flat, you would say the same thing. No, if it was flat, there would it, no. But you would describe it as the major part of the puck was over the goal line, but it all wasn't. So right, so it wouldn't count it. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love the rule book. Eh? Yeah, and I, I want to know how they got there. <laughs> oh. somebody, somebody must well, have vehemently complained. Isn't that what they do at the meetings down south every, <laughs> yeah. every so, winter? Somebody had to get ripped off on that play for that rule to be written <laughs> that way, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, we're taking a vote today. If the puck's yeah. on its edge. Yeah, well, look what happened to us. No, that's a goal. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it was it was different. Uh, 5-3, uh, and we talked about Morgan Riley before. Uh, you know, there's Austin Matthews with nine goals, and... Uh, you know, I, I knew there was going to be offense here, but this is stupendous. Yeah, it's. I mean, everything is falling into into their hands right now. Everything's falling the right way. Um, I mean, a classic example is the power play goal where John Tavares gets the pass from Marner and blindly just throws it through the middle of the slot. It goes through three players and it ends up on, on Matthew's stick and into the empty net it goes. So there's going to be times down the road where we're going to try those same planes, plays and they're not going to make it across and it's not, nothing's going to happen from it. But right now, uh, you know, the hockey gods are smiling. So I'm going to throw the question that I threw at Ralphie about that, that fine-tuning about how to stop, and, and he talked about, you know, where you're looking for offense, and you have said that while we're watching the game on various plays. Dude was looking for offense, and, and he didn't have to. Uh, you know, so game situations, you're up 3-1, you close the door. You just methodically go about your assignments, and, and if something happens positively, you, you score. If it doesn't, you haven't allowed anything. Absolutely, and, and that's how you choke teams out, is, is you, you just make them quit by frustrating the daylights out of them, by playing the right way, not giving them free opportunities or playing sloppy hockey so that they can create opportunities for themselves. You're just you're trying to choke them out. You're trying, you've got them on the mat. Don't let them up. And, you know, I think this team has, sees, like I was explaining earlier, the, the way they played in the second, they've, they played with the puck most of the period. Yeah. Why? Well, because they were, they were playing well defensively. They weren't using high-risk plays. They weren't turning pucks over. Dean weren't jumping into the rush when they didn't have to. Uh, they were, I don't want to say playing safe hockey because it, it's not safe hockey. It's no. just smart hockey. Right. And once they get through their head that, you know, if we just play this way, we're going to be playing with a puck 80% more than we are in right now. And we can do that. We're outscoring teams. But how much fun could we have if we just play the right way for 60 minutes? You'd have a lot of fun. And you would be burying a lot of teams. Absolutely. Uh, let's go back to Detroit. Here is the head coach, Mike Babcock. Four-point game for John Tavares tonight. Mike, he just continues to go on. How do you put all of this into perspective as you get ready for a, a real big game on Saturday? Well, I thought uh, through two periods, I thought our team played really well. Uh, we didn't give up much. We had the puck lots. Uh, I thought we played real well. I didn't like our third as much. Didn't take care of the puck as good. Didn't keep our foot on the gas quite as good. But, uh, you know, it's a big win for us here tonight. Anyway, you look at it, uh, you know, we got a couple bonus points tonight. We need six in our segment to make the playoffs. and So we got a couple extra here tonight, which is good. Uh, you know, I think it's uh, great for all the guys that are doing some scoring right now. It makes you feel good. 
uh, in the end, though, uh, you know, it's about winning each and every night. And it doesn't really matter on our team who does the scoring as long as we score enough and we can find a way to win. And I think the guys have been real good about that, whether it's John or Matty or Mitch or any of those guys. They know what they're here for. And, uh, you know, it's an exciting time for our team, but we've got to get a lot better, as you know. Can Marty Riley be your Duncan Keith? Like Duncan was there yeah, first, yeah. and they built around him, and he didn't really break out till his like fifth or sixth season. Well, it's a hard league for a D-man, you know, and uh, uh, we got good offensive players up front, and Morgan can pass and really skate. I think uh, Jake is a lot the same. We're not as deep. Uh, kind of got one power play unit right now instead of two. And Willie decides to come back. We'll have two. Um, that'll make a difference to him. But obviously, the more scoring you have from the back, the better off you are. And I think Dermy who's a gone off guys like that will round into players that can really move the puck too over time, but it just takes time in the league and, and Mo's got confidence. Uh, no one gives it to you, you gotta earn it and you know, I think he earned a lot last year and he's really come on again this year and you know, he feels like every night he goes out there he can do something. Austin, uh, what do you make of his super fast start here? How have we done it? Well, I just think that he had a fast start last year too, and then uh, it was unfortunate he got injured. Uh, you know, he's he's a big man. He's really worked hard on his body. He's worked hard on his skating. Worked hard on all parts of the game, which is, I think, what when you look at our crew, that's what most guys have done. They've really improved, and and when you like it and you're willing to work at it, you have a chance to keep getting better. And no different than Rise, you, you earn confidence from being in the league and being around and understanding what it takes. And now, you know, just with and without the puck, he's. Better. They opt to work for the team. Like, yeah. What led to that decision? I don't know. I just decided. Okay. But is there is just rewarded, if you will, or is there? No, 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 no. I just uh, fatigue had nothing to do with it. Decided before the game, kind of used it as a little bit of bait. That uh, might be a nice day to walk around in Washington tomorrow. So they didn't want to listen to me, and I didn't want to. Run practice, so it worked out perfect. How's that? Is there, it's good. Is there any? Uh, the, what happened in the third period? The way the wings were in here, so a lot of What do you do? You know, I just, I just said that. Uh, I thought we'll make it clear this time. Is you know, I thought we played really well through 40 minutes, and then they came out and we kind of. Uh, I don't want to put our foot on the brake, but we were careful instead of going right after them. But you have to learn to win, and everybody wants us to be a finished product of four games in and five games in. That's just not the real world. And so we're just going to keep getting better each and every day and, and give ourselves a chance. Honest question. Matthews is in, on the left, even though he's in a shot on the power play. It's not like he's scoring all these goals with a one-timer. Yeah. Is that because he doesn't need need to score the one-timer? Well, just the way like teams that? penalty kill now. Yeah. It's, I mean, Ovi can do it, yeah, but a lot of teams, it's, it's, it's harder to protect the puck on that side when you're in a one-time position. They trap down so hard on you from the top. And you know, we got, I mean, we got good players, obviously. He can shoot it in that spot, but because you have a number of other people that they got to worry about, you know, it'd be way easier if you didn't. You just had one guy, but because you got multiple people, they got to pick kind of what they do. And so that's what makes it hard. It makes you unpredictable. Mike Morgan was talking about how close this unit is. Do you see something special with these guys? Well, I think we just started. Uh you know, over a period of time here. And, you know, obviously we've gone through a number of players in a four-year process here to get here. But uh, we tried to build a, a team around really, really good people. 
and we try to make it safe for them so it's like family and, and that's the idea uh, you build a culture by making it safe for people so there's an accountability just like your family and in the end you have a chance to win in the end if you can do that and we think we've taken steps but I mean we're five games in. see you guys that is Mike Babcock after the 5-3 win in Detroit. Coming up next, former Leafs assistant general manager Bill Waters. This is Leafs game night, TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, the TSN and iHeartRadio apps, TSN 1150 Hamilton, and the Toronto Maple Leaf Radio Network. Tavares in with a shot. Oh, and a good blocking glove save made by Howard. Marner is now third in the league. Centers in front. Now he's ahead. Marner scores. Zach Hyman fights Mitch Marner coming out of the corner. And the Maple Leafs have a 2-1 lead. And Marner has 10 points tying up with Matthews. That was their first lead of the night. They never gave it back. Two minutes in, Marner his third from Hyman and Tavares. Tavares with four helpers in this game. Uh, from Jonas Siegel, in the last 30 years, four players have scored nine goals in their first five games. Mario Lemieux, Alex Ovechkin, Patrick Marlowe, and yes, guy, Austin Matthews. Nice company. Pretty impressive. Absolutely. Let's bring in Bill Waters, former Leafs assistant GM. Bill, how are you tonight, sir? I'm very well, uh, Jimmy, and uh, good night to Greg as well. Uh, what did you see tonight, Bill? Well, I saw the third game of three very similar games. And I don't know whether we're in for the most exciting season we've seen in a long time, or it'll start to cut back a little as the season goes on. But it was an interesting hockey game. Uh, I was very impressed with Morgan Riley's shot. And you might say, so what? Well, I, I think, you know, this guy is someone they've been waiting for to deliver some offense. And if he can shoot the puck like that, He'll deliver a lot of offense. Keeping in mind, he's leading the NHL in scoring for defensemen, and I think he's got a chance to break a six-game record as well tomorrow night. The other guy that I was not, I don't want to say impressed with, but I was pleased with, was Marinson. Marinson gets caught up the, or gets the pinches down on the first goal, and Tavares doesn't cover. Consequently, it's a four-on-one going the other way. Jensen taps it in. That was a... But as the game went on, I thought Marinson was more into the game physically than any defenseman they had. And that's a pleasant surprise. It shows you what a year in uh, with the Marlies might do because certainly uh, he played well in the playoffs last year, the only time I got to see them play a lot. But uh, I don't know that he couldn't play as a sixth defenseman uh, based on the fact that he at least uh, shows some sandpaper out there. And then you have to be impressed with the power play. Uh, that whole group is uh, really creates some questions in my mind when I say to myself, I say, Self, who is the most skilled player on that power play? And Self says, I don't know, but I think that little kid might be one of them. <laughs> and then the other two are very similar, but I, I, I've, I've not seen a player play for the Leafs, who can handle the biscuit and put it where he wants it as well as or any better than Austin Matthews. So I had a full night of uh, of uh, uh, interesting thoughts, and, and uh, at the same time, uh, I thought that they could have played well better in the third period, but 
it was their uh, fourth game in five or six nights. Uh, mind you, the Red Wings had been on the coast, so really that wasn't an excuse. But uh, I thought they played well, and uh, they deserved to win, and uh, they've deserved to win all three games that they've had on the road, so you can't ask much more from them. Bill, when you're looking at this team, and I know you know they're, they're winning hockey games right now, but down the road, like you were saying, the season could be really exciting, or it could you know hit some bumps in the road uh, in the second half or, or down the road. But what 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 area do you look at that they? I, I think I know, but <laughs> what area what area really gives you concern? Well, you know, my biggest concern is their lack of of. I don't want to say toughness. That's not fair especially if you've never played the game at the NHL level. But I, 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 the defense doesn't have any personality other than uh, Morgan Riley starting to show some. Hainsey's got two goals. I think uh, Zaitsev is playing better this year. Uh, the game isn't 30 seconds old, and Gardner gives one up. we got to get that changed. So to answer your question, Greg, I'm very concerned about the defense and anything they can grab to make a, a sixth spot better is better than nothing. That's why I brought up Marinson's name, and I know you don't like him, and I respect your opinion, but I, I think there's been a change not only in his play, but in the attitude of the coach towards him. So we may see uh, him as a sixth guy, and if he as a sixth guy can deliver a little toughness, I'm all for it. Uh, but they're eventually uh, going to have to bring in somebody of significance that can play. If they allow Riley to play and he's developed offensively, and the, the, you don't jump to conclusions after four or five games, but I, I'd like to see the guy do a lot more of what he did uh, tonight. Not only did he start the play, he, he made the move to break, uh, to, to move into the zone, get it back, and, and he really whipped that shot. So that, that, would, be, that would be a help to them, but uh, I know where you're coming from, Greg, and if they don't get a defenseman, uh, they can win a lot of games. But once the trade deadline comes, and if we're still talking about this after it, uh, we better spread the word to the fans. Don't get too geared up. Bill, talk to us about Morgan Riley. This was a high draft pick. He came with a lot of uh, talent and skill. But the build here has been brick by brick, hasn't it? Yeah, and you know what? Here's a kid who in the draft, and I, re- I recall, he was number one until he got hurt. He got a very bad knee injury in his draft year. Played only 18 games. Leafs were lucky to get him where they got him. And now in the last three years, his development has been held back a bit by the style of play that uh, Babcock prefers to play. And I've talked to players uh, uh, who know the game, and... Uh, They've said to me, I wonder when Babcock's going to let those young defensemen move with the puck. Go with the puck. Get ready to go with it. And I heard uh, on the uh, Detroit pregame, it might have been on the Toronto pregame too, but uh, Babcock talking in the room, attack, 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 get back, get back, get back, fill the gap, fill the gap, fill the gap. He did twice. Now, I've never, I don't know I've ever heard him say attack. I don't know if this is something new, but the first goal was attack. Unfortunately, all five of them attacked, all four of them attacked, and uh, there was a four-on-one that resulted in a goal. But I I think there's been a change, and I don't know uh, why there's been a change, but it just, 
I, I think that Babcock uh, has, has realized that he can't sit back all night. He's he's got to take advantage of what he has and try to inculcate some form of defensive responsibility. And it's going to take time, but in the meantime, they've won four out of the first five and uh, really should have uh, won the, the second one, but decided that they might as well lose one in the first five. That was a gimme. And uh, I, I'm... I'm interested to see just how much of this attack, attack, attack becomes their trademark. And uh, if he can get them to fill the gap coming back, uh, close the gap coming back, well, then he's going to have quite a hockey team. Because uh, if you can disrupt the other team's offense by attack in the offensive zone and turnovers turn into goals so quickly and so apparently easy with the Leafs, it, it, might, be, it might be the way to go. But not too many teams have gotten away with it uh, without some uh, defensive responsibility, and that's that's what Babcock is uh, putting his reputation on, I guess. I, I know it hasn't been officially announced, and maybe I'm over-reading it, but there appears to be a change in, in style uh, from Babcock. And if that's the case, it'll be interesting, it'll be challenging, and it may produce the same result. But, boy, will we have a great season. <laughs> yeah, I'm stumped. That was awesome. Hey, Bill, what do you think about uh, the play of Freddie Anderson? You know, everybody's talking about he's kind of getting off to a slow start, but um, I thought he was pretty good tonight. I thought he was uh, probably one of the bigger pieces in the win uh, outside of the goal scores and have you. But um, do, you, do you think it's something that, that he goes through every season that he's played, or is it just something that uh, I... I, I kind of think myself to be quite honest with you that he's he's getting adjusted again like he got adjusted after october last year to facing you know high 30s low 40 shots every night and he had to get his his mind and body around that and i think he's maybe going through the same process now like do you have any thoughts on that yeah i do i i I like anderson a lot as you do greg i'm sure and and jimmy may may as well i mean I, i i i i think one of the big challenges this year is to the coach to be able to manage the bench better than he has in the past and manage the games better than he has in the past and find a way to have somebody who can play an extra five or ten to give Anderson the type of rest that they feel that he needs. And uh, he was not very good in game seven. Uh, Next to uh, uh, the defenseman, he was probably uh, second worst. But usually the goalie takes it. But I, I think uh, um, he, uh, Babcock has to be cognizant of a fresh goalie, and he can't play him as much as he did last year. And that's why I was shocked when they let McElhaney go. I, I don't know what you thought of the, of the goal thing. I didn't say anything about it. On, oh, I was on before, so I didn't talk to you after the game. But he's, he's not an NHL goalie. Who are you kidding? And on that note, Bill, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Okay, boys. Good talking to you. Sorry I didn't make it all sweet and sugary, but <laughs> no. we always have to throw a little one in. Well, I, you know, I think we're we're understanding that the regular season is going to be pretty good, but you know, you then project to well, you can't go out in the first round after that, right? Yeah. Well, if they don't do the do, if, if they don't do the right things, that's the and and I hey, you guys know me well enough. I hope it goes on forever. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We're all on that bandwagon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We're all on the same bandwagon, but I, I, I don't want to. Uh, 
delude any of the of our fans and give them the, the, the false hope. They've got a heck of a hockey team there, but in order to be a winner first round, and that's the first projection, they got to get a pretty good defenseman. Again, thanks very much, Bill. Appreciate it. Okay, Jim. See you, Greg. Take care, Bill. Bill Waters, former Leafs assistant GM. When we come back, we'll have post-game sound from Matthews, uh, Tavares, and Marner. And I should tell you this, TSN 1050's Leafs When You Win is back, and it's back in a big way. This time you have the chance to see the Leafs in Vegas, and here's how it works. Enter up to once per day at tsn1050.ca if the Leafs win tonight. Yeah, that happened. Get up for the first up show with Landsberg and Koliakovo. If they say your name during the show, you'll have 10 minutes and 50 seconds to call in. Of course, you have to enter at tsn1050.ca for that to take place. Beat the clock and you'll be headed to Vegas for three nights with travel provided by tripcentral.ca. When the Leafs win, you win on TSN 1050. The Leafs live here. Coming up next, post-game sound. This is Leafs game night, TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca. The TSN and iHeartRadio, yes, the iHeartRadio apps. Okay. TSN 1150 Hamilton and the Leafs radio network. 5-3, the Leafs' latest victory comes in Detroit against the Red Wings, and then it's on to Washington on Saturday, and we'll have that game for you right here on your favorite radio station. Uh, let's go to the post-game sound now, starting with John Tavares, who was uh, four assists, a plus two on the night, 50% in the face-off dot. Here he is with Mark Masters. All right, John, five games into your Maple Leafs career, four wins, a lot of offense. What have you learned about this team and its potential? Well, I mean, we know we have a lot of talent. I think it's just uh, working hard on the details of the game and making sure we're not cutting corners or cheating ourselves uh, just to produce offense because we have talent. I think, uh, you know, we, we want to buy in and, and do what we need to do to, to win hockey games and do that consistently over a long period of time. So it takes a lot of effort, a lot of commitment, a lot of focus. So um, obviously we're still in the early stages of the season. We're seeing uh, a lot of good things, and, and, you know, we still know we got a lot of areas we got to get a lot better in. So, um but wins are wins. Uh, they count just as much now as they do in uh, February, March, and April. So um, all the points matter. Three assists tonight to go with the six goals. How are you feeling about your game? Yeah, I was joking with the guys. It was nice to, to get a couple apples. A uh, uh, couple uh, bugging me about maybe going for the Cy Young. But, uh, you know, I'm just trying to do it, you know, play my game and, and play my role, understand what i got to do best. And uh, especially with the, the way our power play uh, can get things going, just uh, doing what I need to do to, to contribute and, and sticking with it and not getting ahead of myself, just uh, trying to find ways to get better and, and uh, uh, be as consistent as I can be. What are you most pleased with about the power play so far this season? Well, I mean, obviously we're getting results, but I think it's just we're not trying to do too much. I think we're just taking what's given to us, uh, understanding. Uh, I think each guy understands their role and, and how we can work off each other and taking what's there. And, and obviously uh, when we get our opportunities, I think we got some pretty good finishers, guys that uh, know what to do uh, with it around the net. Thank you, John. Thank you. John Tavares with his first four assists as a Maple Leaf, so he was on the schneid before that. <laughs> oh, was he? <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, it's interesting listening to him talk, though, because he, you know, we, we talk about the, the, you know, some of the details of the game that this team has to get better at, and you know, it's it's uh, it's reassuring, it's reinforcing, but it's good to hear it from one of the leaders in the dressing room. He recognizes it, he knows it, and he knows at this point of the season that if it doesn't get cleaned up, it's going to be a problem down the road, and uh, you know, their hopes of going to the the you know 
good distance in the postseason is going to be cut short if they don't start cleaning up some of these things soon. Well, and the flip side is you could have a team out there that is doing all that stuff and not getting results. If they stick with it, they will eventually get the results. Well, absolutely, and that's how the game is played. And, um, you know, it's it's nice to hear the players themselves, especially the, the older veteran players, uh, seeing what needs to be done. And the younger players, like, you know, you didn't point it out, but... They have to open their eyes and ears, and uh, they have to understand that that's uh, what they're what they're lacking in right now. Whether it's uh, the consistency in executing it or just not even trying to do it, um, it's going to cost them down the road. And they got to wake up, work on it, get better at it, and uh, turn this team into a, a dangerous 200-foot team night in, night out. And that signing for me is is very important, just because of of who he is and how how he plays the game, and and just what he said there. Uh, but when you look at the Leafs roster, I think you need somebody like that on the blue line. No question. No question. And, well, Ron Ainsey, Ron Ainsey, he is that guy. I mean, the, the mentoring he's done and the leadership he's given uh, Morgan Riley is second to none. I mean, that's what Morgan Riley needed to help grow. Yep. Was a veteran guy beside him that was going to calm his nerves, that he could trust, uh, was going to bail him out when he did make mistakes. And it's it's now it's happening up front. Now you got John Tavares. Uh, up there, um, you know, with that experience up front and, and his leadership, and you know, hopefully the the sheep will follow the shepherd, and if they do, they're going to go they're going to go a long ways. Austin Matthews, two goals, both in the power play, has nine on the season. Spoke after the game. Does that near side open up for you with John standing on the doorstep where he was, Austin? Yeah, it does. Um, you know, it's it's nice because it gives you kind of two options to either shoot or uh, you know throw it back to him. Uh, he's got a good good hands. Obviously, he's strong on his stick, and um, you know if you get the puck back there back there to him, you know he's, he's most likely going to put it in. So uh, either way, yeah, you got some options. Uh, I think when we work hard, uh, you know, and it, our, our skill really comes out. Um, you know, when we're skating and, and keeping things for the most part simple and uh, taking care of the puck. Uh, you know, we're obviously a fast, skilled team, and, and that really brings it out. So, uh, I mean, we're only five games in, and it's uh, it's a long season, but obviously we want to continue to get better and better each night. Is there anything about John Tavares that you've learned in this five games that you maybe didn't know? Uh, I have answered that question 30 times, okay. so uh, I'm sure you can go back and find uh, one of my answers. Oh, obviously, uh, you know, wins on the road, banking these points, and how important they are in the big picture looking a few months down the line. Yeah, it's very important. Uh, you know, We get uh, kind of a long road trip early on and playing some good teams, so uh, to come, come away with points... Uh, Every night so far, it's very important, uh, you know, especially early on in the season. Austin, are you surprised by your start, or does that just motivate you more? Well, I mean, I, I think you always want to get off to a good start. You never really know how it's going to go, but uh, you just let your play speak for itself. And, uh, you know, right now it's it's going well, but, uh, you know, there's going to be ups and downs. But, you know, I just want to keep working hard and continue to get opportunities and uh, try to capitalize. You go in now to face the Cup champs. Is that just another game on the schedule, or does that mean more? Well, I think anytime you go play, uh, you know, the reigning champs, it's always, uh, I think it's always a game uh, opposing teams have circled on their, on their calendar. So, um, you know, what they're going to bring, they've got a lot of weapons on that team, and uh, they've gotten off to a very good start as well. So, um, you know, it'll be a good test for us. Austin Matthews after the 5-3 win in Detroit. And, and I guess what you do look for is because, uh, you know, a lot of the, the business is taken care of here with the wins, you look for test games or games that will tell you where you're at. And I guess Saturday in Washington would be one of those. Oh, absolutely. And uh, Washington's coming over uh, a bit of a shellac in tonight. Uh, so they're not going to be in a, a very good mood when they're, when they're getting into that ace at uh, 
at home on Saturday. So uh, it will be a big test, not just because of the team, but uh, Washington wants to respond after after taking a bit of a licking tonight. Yeah, they got beat 6 nothing in Jersey. Uh, the other scores, Boston 4-1 over Edmonton, Colorado 6-1 over Buffalo, Columbus 5-4 over the Panthers. Uh, the Rangers win in overtime. First win of the season for them, 3-2 over the Sharks. Uh, Pittsburgh 4-2 over the Golden Knights, who are 1-4. and Los Angeles shuts out Montreal by a score of 3 nothing. Vancouver 4-1 over Tampa. St. Louis 5-3 over Calgary. Uh, Nashville shuts out the Jets 3 nothing, And uh, Minnesota has defeated Chicago in overtime 4-3. Lots of stuff tonight. Oh, man. And some of these scores, I mean, 6 nothing New Jersey over Washington. And, you know... Colorado beating Buffalo 6-1 isn't much of a surprise for me, but uh, Edmonton, I mean, 0-2 to start the season again, and um, they've got a, they got a lot of work to do. The Golden Knights, a one-season wonder? Well, there's a lot of things that, that were, were working in, the, in their favor last year. They had a lot of motivation, a lot of, unfortunately, some sad things that happened out there, and, right. and uh, you know, they used that as motivation and, and rallied the, the city itself, and um, you know, it's it's tough. I mean, now now everybody's ready for you, and you got to be that much more prepared to, to play. Leafs win by a score of 5-3 in Detroit. Conclude the road trip Saturday in Washington. We will be with you for that. Thanks for joining us on Leafs Game Night. TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, the TSN and iHeartRadio apps, TSN 1150 Hamilton, and good night to the Toronto Maple Leaf Radio Network. <laughs>